0: Welcome everyone to the Apocalyptic Podcast. I am Steve. He is Lawrence Van Beek. Don't you forget it, people.
1: Don't you well Lawrence, remember, means means kingly. Yeah. Yeah. It works. Sir Lawrence. Sir Lawrence. You don't even need you don't even need the doctor in front when you use the word Lawrence. Yeah.
0: It's just assumed.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I get that. Yeah, and Reverend, no one believes anyway, so <laughs> there's no point in going down that road. <laughs>
0: You're ordained. Yes, I yeah. am. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just I just use it for the tax relief.
0: <laughs> I'd like to thank the CRA for this award.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so we are in five, right?
0: Yeah, Esther five, five Esther. Esther five.
1: Something I didn't mention before was um, that we talked about was. Was that actually Daniel, Daniel, who started in Babylon, yep. right? And um, I think you would have called him a satrap. Did we talk about this before with Daniel? I believe
0: we at least mentioned it in passing.
1: Did we mention that um, that like he kind of went out of favor? Yes. You know, under under nebuchadnezzar's son yep. tekel teki tekel tekel many youth are, so. <laughs> you know you went and weighed in the balance and found wanting i'm
0: not laughing because i can't say a dang name if it depended on oh. it. <laughs> and, then,
1: and then persia took over right, right. the Medes and the persians um and media was actually probably the more powerful nation and then um uh and then persia kind of took over the whole thing right but but daniel was still around if you can, if you can trust this stuff, like not trust the Bible, but trust the dating of all this mm-hmm. stuff. Daniel was still around with Darius, and that would put Daniel to be around just before Xerxes and just before Esther. Wow! Yeah, Daniel would so have been they, an old man, right? Oh man, he must have been old. He'd he'd have had to be super old. Yeah, yeah It's kind of it's kind of interesting though the the way it all comes together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah yeah because I think when yeah yeah you know 80s or 90s yeah but he, but he was he was actually because satraps were in charge of the provinces there were 120 provinces and satraps were in charge and then there were there were a few guys that were in charge of all the satraps yeah and come Persian time Daniel was one of those guys yeah so he was his political career went up and down quite a bit mm, mm. and his spiritual uh, thing was always fantastic right right he's, he's always the example Daniel's always the example of, um, that you don't have to be a minister to do stuff for God Yeah, and to be a prophet. You don't have to be a minister to be a prophet. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Uh, And and you can be a politician and still love God and be a prophet.
0: Oh gosh. I don't know about that one, but sure. I'm going to go along with that. Yeah. That one (laughs) doesn't work very well. I didn't go as far as lawyer. I didn't go lawyer. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Sure. (laughs) so
1: so anyway so um now we've got we've got the rise of haman or we all, already had that in the last chapter and now esther remember remember mordecai said to esther maybe maybe you're brought here for such a time as this and Jesus. esther had them all pray and now she's going to go before the king in chapter five okay so very exciting folks
0: here here we're talking about the meat of the story or not the meat of the story because i would be because
1: <laughs> <Yes>. of... <laughs> meat is actually um is actually an English drink. Right? Yeah, it's honey wine, right? It's honey wine. It's wine made from honey. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Do you remember the thir- the thirteenth warrior where he says to them, he says, uh they, they, they try to give him the, the alcoholic drink and he says, I cannot touch the fruit of the grape. And they go, This is honey. <laughs> <laughs> and he drinks it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, say no more.
0: <laughs> quite, quite a good movie, actually. Yeah. yeah. Actually it's oh, it's been forever since I've seen it. Uh, here we are chapter five verse one on the third day esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the palace in front of the king's hall the king was sitting on his royal throne in the hall facing the entrance when he saw queen esther standing in the court he was pleased with her and held out to
1: her the gold scepter that was in
0: his hand esther's saved
1: yeah because you because we remember if he didn't hold out his scepter they would take her and kill her
0: yep yeah. So Esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter. Uh, (laughs) Then the king, because it's such a weird thing to do, right? Like, just sticking out her finger. Okay, well, carry on. Uh, Then the king asked, what is it, Queen Esther? What is your request? Even up to half the kingdom, it will be given to you. Okay, so
1: I should say something there. Yes, sir. I'm pretty sure, although I'm not positive, Mm -hmm. that the kings always did this. I'll give you anything up to half my kingdom. Yeah could not ask for this (laughs) because they would just kill you (laughs) yeah i was wondering if i could have 40 percent of the kingdom Mm. yeah yeah (laughs) no, yeah yeah so it's a it's a it's it's kind of a gesture that you make it's a it's a way of saying hey i'll do a lot for you yeah
0: okay fair enough okay verse four if it pleases the king replied esther let the king together with haman come today to a banquet i've prepared for him Bring Haman at once, the king said, so that we may do what Esther asks. So the king and Haman went to the banquet Esther had prepared. As they were drinking wine, the king again asked Esther, Now what is your petition? It will be given to you. And what is your request? Even up to half the kingdom it will be granted. Esther replied, My petition and my request is this. If the king regards me with favor, and if it pleases the the king to grant my petition and fulfill my request, let the king and Haman come tomorrow to the banquet I will prepare for them. Then I will answer the king's question. Ooh,
1: mystery, intrigue. So, so much intrigue and she has tons of resources. Yeah. Like she like these guys eat like great all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But she can prepare a banquet. So it's the honor of the banquet is the thing, right? right. And Haman is very excited. <clears throat> yeah. Until he sees Mordecai. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hate that guy, um, <laughs> verse 9. Haman went out that day happy and in high spirits, but when he saw Mordecai at the king's gate and observed that he neither rose, 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 nor showed fear in his presence, he was filled with rage against Mordecai. Nevertheless, Haman restrained himself and went home. Calling together his friends and Zeresh, his wife, Haman boasted to all, all of them about his vast wealth, his many sons and all the ways the king had honored him and how he had elevated him above the other nobles and officials. And that's not all, Haman added. I'm the only one, only person Queen Esther invited to accompany the king to the banquet she gave. She has invited me along with the king tomorrow. But all this gives me no satisfaction as long as I see that Jew, Mordecai, sitting at the king's gate. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> His wife Zuresh and all his friends said to him, have a pole set up. <laughs> Who says, hey, I got an idea. And they come up with this. Have yeah. a pole set up, reaching to the heights of 50 cubits, and ask the king in the morning to have Mordecai impaled on it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now, that's different, right? Yeah. So everything you see, um, they they set up. They usually set up gallows. Yes. But in this, it's saying they're, they're going to impale you on a pole. Now, 50 cubits, by the way, um, 50 cubits. It depends on where you're from. So, like in Egypt, a, a cubit was 52 centimeters. The royal, the royal cubit in Persia was 62 centimeters. In Babylon, it was 49 centimeters. So basically, they said they said it was from your elbow to your from your like your forearm. Hmm. That was the length of a cubit. So, Steve, your cubit would be bigger than my. cubit. <laughs> <laughs> because you have a bigger forearm, but, uh, <laughs> I've got a little
0: T Rex arms. What are you talking yeah.
1: about? <laughs> I can't pass the potatoes. Um, so so anyway, anyway. But if we if we kind of and that becomes important because um, there are things where 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 people in the past have said, see how the Bible's wrong because because now that was with talents. They said um, because the talents are different in the Babylonian account and in the in the biblical account. And then you found, then we found out, but their, their talent was different. Yeah. Like it was a different weight than the, than the Jewish yeah. talent. That's and a- in here, the cubit can be different. Think- so we usually say it's about, it's about 20 inches. Okay. It's about 20 inches, but that would make that thing 50 cubits. Um, So two feet, 50 cubits would be a hundred feet high. So say, say it's 70, 70 feet high, 70 to a hundred feet high. Yeah. That's a big pole to stick a guy. In. Yeah. Like
0: that says I don't just hate you.
1: Yeah. I yeah, I hate you with
0: a vengeance. I <laughs> yeah. absolutely
1: hate you with it a vengeance.
0: Cannot be measured how bad I hate you. Yeah. Um <laughs> then go to the king, go with the king to the banquet and enjoy yourself after you put him on the pole and impaled him.
1: Yeah. Go have a good time, Haman. <laughs> go 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 enjoy your time with the king and Esther. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there's not much more to be said there, right? Yeah. Like, you know, and,
0: and it ends off with this. This suggestion delighted heyman yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he had the pole set up what a yep. great idea I'm gonna get that guy tomorrow morning see you then
1: yeah and I don't know where you get a hundred foot uh, like a a pole that long I don't know if they um, if the, if the cedars of Lebanon grew that high maybe they did maybe may, you could maybe he just stopped
0: by the local uh uh, Persian Home Depot.
1: Well, it's possible, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, it's
0: possible. Do you got a bowl around this place? <laughs> Funny. No, animal. no, that was not big enough. <laughs> no, we call this the Impaler. That's exactly what I'm looking for. I'll take it.
1: <laughs> I might, I might buy two because we're going to get the rest of them. <laughs>
0: oh gosh, here we go. Uh, chapter six.
1: And and of course, there's always the twist in this story, right? so so haman thinks this is all about him and then this thing this chapter six happens yeah
0: that night the king could not sleep so he ordered the books of the chronicles the record of his reign to be brought and read read to him <laughs> like,
1: and we yeah. should yeah <laughs> we, should, we, we should we should mention this so the the king had there was a guy in the in the palace that would would write down the history would write these diaries right. of what happened so so he'd be kind of hanging around the courtroom all the time like yeah. taking notes
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. um Verse two, it was it was found recorded there that Mordecai had exposed Big Thana. Which sounds <laughs> wow, you know, I know. The, the names do help. Teresh, oh, Big, <laughs> Big Thana, and Teresh, two of the king's officers who guarded the doorway. Who were cons- the hip hop singers? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Gosh, you can't make this up, and we're not. Uh, who conspired to assassinate King Xerxes? What honor and recognition has Mordecai received for this? the king asked. Nothing has been done for him, his attendants answered. The king said, Who is in the court? Now, Haman had just entered the outer court of the palace to speak to the king about impaling Mordecai on the pole he had set up for him. His attendants answered, Haman is standing in the court. Bring him in, the king ordered. When Haman entered, the king asked him, What should be done for the man? The king delights to honor. Oh, Haman, you're in your moment, aren't you? Oh. Now, now, Haman thought to himself, this is uh, verse 6b, who is there that the king would rather honor than me? So he answered the king, for the man the king delights to honor. Have, him bring, <clears throat> have them uh, bring a row rope the king has worn and a horse the king has ridden, one with a row crest placed on its head. Then let the robe and the horse be entrusted to one of the king's most noble princes." Let them robe the man, the king delights to honor, and lead him on the horse through the city streets, proclaiming before him, "This is what is done for the man the king delights to honor."
1: It, it doesn't. It, the story does not get better, does it? it it's it's just so. So good. It could not be better. Yeah, Haman did not see this coming. <laughs> he did not. He did not.
0: Yeah. And he, and, he, and here he goes. Here, yeah. here goes <laughs> Verse 10. Go at once, the king commanded Haman. Get the robe and the horse and do as just as, just do just as you have suggested for Mordecai, the Jew, <laughs> who sits at the king's gate. Do not neglect anything you have recommended. So Haman got the robe and the horse. He robed Mordecai and led him on horseback through the city streets, proclaiming before him, this is what is done for the men the king delights to honor. Afterward, Mordecai returned to the king's gate, but Haman rushed home with his head covered in grief and told Jeresh, his wife, and all his friends everything had happened to him. His advisers and his wife, Juresh, said to him, since Mordecai, before whom your downfall has started, is of Jewish origin, you cannot stand against him. You will surely come to ruin. And while they were still talking, the king's eunuchs arrived and hurried Haman away to the banquet Esther had prepared.
1: Now, there's a couple of strange things here. Um, The story's fabulous. Yeah. But the king knew at this point that Mordecai was a Jew. I'm sure the king completely forgot about his edict about killing all the Jews, Mm -hmm. right? And then this little piece here is weird, where where they say, because he's a Jew, you're going to you're going to come to ruin if you stand against them. Right. Because of his Jewish origin, which is really weird, isn't it? Because so are they saying let's just hold off because we've got this great killing coming, you know, um, you know, next year in in a you know, in a little while we're going to be killing them all. So let's just hold off because we don't want to we don't want to bring this all to our our crazy king's attention at this point. Right. I'm not sure now, the story still fits, right? Yeah. Here he, he wants to he wants to impale Mordecai instead he's walking around with him on the horse. It's funny the king didn't notice just the 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 audacity of of Haman when he said like his idea of putting the the robe on, the royal robe on a horse. Like like that's almost to take over the kingdom kind of a move. Oh wow.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So there's such significance in just that one act right there. Yeah. If it was if it had been Haman with with his wealth and with his power he he'd have been in an incredible position. Hmm. interesting, interesting. But
0: because it's Mordecai who's a marginalized person in in the kingdom in some ways, right? Because he's because of his Jewishness. Yeah. It's not as big of a deal.
1: Not as big uh, of a yeah. deal except except just how upset Haman is over the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And Zeresh says basically, oh my friend you're screwed.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 let's let's just hold off here. See how this thing plays out. Yeah. And, and then next week we're going to we're going to actually finish the book and we'll see how it plays out. And now,
0: for those of you, do not read ahead. Don't ruin
1: the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. If, if there's ghosts in the basement, don't go downstairs. Yeah, that's
0: right. For those of you who watch lots of veggie tales, it's a great one, but don't don't do it. <laughs> but no that my friend what a what a fascinating story and i appreciate you providing context to to the little things like that where you just read this over and it's so easy to gloss over some of this stuff and it's interesting like you said how the niv renders this out as opposed to some other text right because they say build a gallows and this one has you know Haman basically getting impaled so hmm interesting
1: it is interesting isn't it yes
0: well folks Thanks so much for being here this week. You know we're going to finish the book off next week. And boy, it's going to be fun. Because again, bad things are about to happen to poor Heyman here. And well, pride comes before the fall. And it certainly did, didn't it? But my friend, thanks so much for all of this. Folks, like I said, we so enjoy that uh, that you, you listen to us every week. Thanks so much for doing this. And until next time, I was Steve. He was Larry. This was the Apocalypse Podcast.